Welcome to Romance Splaining. I am Leslie Welch, and here with me today is my co-host, Adam Welch, who also happens to be my husband. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us today, Adam. Yes, of course, anytime. Chapter 39. Can you believe it? <laughs> I ask you that every, every time. time. Every time. Can I believe it? Can you so, believe it yet? Am I supposed to manufacture some disbelief? No. I mean, generally, yes, it's... I mean, holy shit. We've been going at it for Just like... Just seven years. Seven years. Yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah, I can really relate to that. You know, Brad yes. Pitt just going at it seven years. That is right. All right. So here we have Nevada in the beginning of the chapter. She has finally changed. She's gone through the whole arc and finally come to terms with... She's accepting her fate. She's marrying Malcolm. And Johnny is never going to want to get married or anything. So that's Malcolm again. That is her fiance. I think. What do you call him? Trumaine Benedict. Trumaine Benedict. <laughs> yes. Or Malcolm Maxwell. Eminem. Pick which one you want to call him. Oh, Marshall Mathers. That's right. Straight off the eight mile. Em- Marshall. Two M's. M and M. I know. Holy I, shit. I had that revelation like two weeks ago. What the fuck? <laughs> And I told, I told Jules, I was like, oh my gosh. And she's and she like, like, duh, probably. Exactly. <laughs> she's like, you're so lame. You're so stupid. Because she's a huge Eminem fan. Holy shit. I was like, I introduced you to Eminem. I invented you Eminem. You invented Eminem. Well, I invented Eminem, and I, then I introduced Eminem to you, and then what? you introduced what? Eminem to Jules. What are you talking about? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I, I don't know what you're talking about. That didn't. That's not true. Will the real inventor of Eminem please stand up? Okay, you really you're standing, but it means nothing, Adam, because I don't even know what that means by you invented Eminem. How did you introduce me to Eminem? You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Okay. One of these days, the truth will hit you in a <laughs> well, blinding flash. I can't wait for that day. Me either. Because boy, Woo. then I'll know. Yes, Nevada has finally changed. She's accepting her fate. She's going to marry Malcolm. And Johnny Roulet understands that he has really lost her. It's over. (sighs) And Nan said, and I quote, he doesn't like it one bit. Not one. Not even one bit? Not even one bit. Bunch of bits. Yep. And he's like, can't even get one of them to like it. It's just... Yeah, no bits are liking that. I kind of feel, I feel bad for Johnny. Don't you? Um, well, no. (laughs) No, I don't. Right. I was being he's a turd. Well, because it's really sad for him, though, because we're down to the last three chapters of this book, and he's going to, like, have to struggle a little bit, at least for a chapter and a half. It's kind of like the weird little sixth sense man child from silicon valley being like that is a thing that i didn't like happening and and it's it's happening i don't like that feeling right because he just gets whatever he wants all the time Uh uh-huh that's kind of how johnny is it's like a total bummer to me right i don't like total bummers this feels bad (laughs) right is this just like some kind of silicon valley podcast too i was thinking about that today we quote silicon valley all all the time i think that's our new thing move over european vacation christmas vacation vacation don't think i've ever seen european vacation front to back so 
Are you serious? Yeah, no, I don't think all the way through. It uh-uh. has breasts in it. Well, right. And it's got Beverly D'Angelo doing a little strip tease. That's pretty good. Yeah. Let me get right to right, the point. Right. Yeah. See, here's the thing about breasts. Okay. Can I explain something to you about I am, them? I can't wait. Yeah. I can see actual breasts pretty much any time I want. So. Excuse me? Yeah. What's her name? And don't say Bun Bun. Nevada Jones. No, she's not showing you her breasts. You know her name. I know. It's Bunny Lebowski. She's got <laughs> six pairs. Or no, three pairs for you. It's it's teats six all the pairs. way down. <laughs> she's full of teats. Mm-hmm. She's my podcasting buddy right now. They're so small. <laughs> yeah, you can't really see them. They're so, so tiny. I would not want to have to cut her, like shave her, because I'd be afraid mm, I'd- They're sh- just going to yeah, come right off. Come You're on. just going to shave it How clean do they do off. It? I don't know. How do they do I don't it? know. I don't want to think about it. So Johnny is going to have to struggle for at least a chapter and a half, but that's pretty accurate because Nevada has been struggling through this whole book, almost. Yep. Old Jess is definitely struggling in any chapter he's in. So Old Jess. Basically a white man having to struggle for like a chapter and a half. The old Jess. Yeah, that seems about right to me. The old man. It really hits Johnny, the though. Mississippi. Right, the Mississippi. It really hits Johnny when Nevada wakes him up to relieve him. Speaking of old Jess, from like she's, they're still doing the duty of watching him because he's recovering from some illness, maybe pneumonia, mm. summer pneumonia, and she taps him on the shoulder and she's like, "It's okay, John. I'm here. You may go." Who's John? Yeah, she called Johnny John. That's when he knows. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. This is bad. Nevada (sighs) didn't love him, Nan writes. She didn't love him, but he loved her. The tables were completely turned. What a twist. Well, Nan, episode 25 called and wants its title back because we already called that in episode 25, didn't we, baby? I have no idea. Right. Well, (laughs) if you go back and listen, you can find it. don't think that's going to happen. Well, probably not. Maybe someday you'll ha- be a little nostalgic. Maybe. That time we did a podcast together. <laughs> that time. Back in the day. So the phrase right there, this is some potent sexual tonic for a guy like Johnny Roulet, though, I think. Because in real life, it doesn't work out like that. I can definitely attest to what that. What do you mean? Well, like, you know. I don't. Guys being like, if you're like, oh, I'm over you. I don't know. If you're chasing a guy, women should never chase a guy. If okay. they're not like into you right off the bat, then fuck that guy. Okay. Right? Nevada's sure. just been chasing him for like half the book and right. stuff. Like, And if he wasn't into her then, it's just not going to really happen in real life. Guys okay. know when they're in love. Okay. So it's What's like, the sexual tonic part? Well, it's like, oh. As soon as she's disinterested, he, he gets interested. He can't have her, yeah. Can't have her. Yeah, but that. Wants her. Right. And that does happen in real life, but sure. it never really turns out the way you hope. Well, because... no, because as soon as he gets her, he's like, well, that that's over now. Right. Yeah. And then it's sad times. And then she writes down like everything she wants in a man and sleeps with it under her pillow. Right. And then walks into Sharky's Bar Billiards and Beer <laughs> at 110 Sour Streets and meets the guy. And then 30 years later, it's like, Exactly. That's exactly what it's like. Mm -hmm. I am a cougar. That wasn't 30 years ago, though. Gosh. (laughs) That took you a little while to to pick up on that one. 
Yeah, so Nevada can tell that Johnny's upset, so she asks him about it, and he's like, I love you, darling. I love you, and I want you to love me. And she's like, too bad. Yeah, basically, she's like this. Yeah. Which makes him probably like... <laughs> it's exactly what happens. We should just do this. We'll just do the rest of the episode in all sound effects. It's like it's the audio version of just having a string of emojis. Right. Oh my gosh, can we do an episode like that and people can try to figure <laughs> right. out what figure the fuck out it's about? What we just <laughs> fucking talked about. <laughs> Boing. Right. That's an old cat. So mm, Nevada's like shit. That, John, is your misfortune. I'm sorry. Truly, I am. It's a second John. Baby, you could invent a whole new wave of podcasting with that format, and then somebody else will come and do it, but with like a... (laughs) And be way more popular. Yeah, be uh, with a bigger cult movie that you thought of doing, but you were like, Mm. I don't want to have to deal with those people. And then they can start like a website and a chat group and then they can all this. No. Ooh. And have conventions. They can have conventions. And this yep. is this is the best, though. OK, let me hear it. You can put your podcast on that because they can be like, oh, hey, everybody put your podcast on this list and we'll all go rate each other's podcasts. OK, I and like then, where this is headed so far. And then they'll rate everyone's and then you'll go in and rate right? everyone's and then nobody Good. will rate yours. Oh, that didn't turn out like <laughs> I thought it was going to. Wait. Wait, that, did this happen? That bummed me out. That oh. made me feel like... I'm sorry. Hmm. Well. No, that would never happen. That would never happen. Nah. And then nah. you could get an article in the Washington Post. Oh, then I would have arrived. Then you could arrive. But then they still won't acknowledge you as the very first well, uh, inventor maybe little... of the emoji... <laughs> sound effect podcast audio emoji audio emoji audio yeah well, something like that well, anyway yes. that's anyway. very far-fetched that's, and none of that would that ever would happen never happen so. that's so ridiculous but yeah i'm a writer you right know, I you just, live in fantasy world i do i come basically. up with these crazy ideas yep so yeah back to this awesome podcast <laughs> in real life it doesn't work that way we all know that and yeah right we got a second John, so we he knows like uh, shit's real now. Right. Oh wait, who is that? Uh, hold on, please. Oh, okay. Uh, hello, this is Harold Stroud here to introduce. Who, the, who, who is that? This is Harold Stroud. I'm introducing solid gold in. quote time. Okay. Here's the quote. Harold Stroud. He felt as though someone had delivered a mean one-two punch right to his solar plexus. I knew it was going to be solar plexus. <laughs> How did you know? I just knew it. What? Yeah. Because that's where that's when you really get punched and it knocks the wind out of you. Is yeah. the solar plexus. It's so descriptive. Yeah, I know. Ooh. Fucking awesome. Yeah. So solar after plexus. feeling like he got punched in the solar plexus, Johnny retreats to the garçonier and throws himself on the bed and then we learn about the depths of his love. Are you ready for this, Adam? I don't think so. Well, get ready and get ready to take some notes because oh, okay. this is it. This is like if we're distilling this book into some notes about love, this is where they come. Okay. This is 
Excuse no, me? I'm sorry. <laughs> this is where they come. Yes, this is where they come in. He loved her. Really loved her. Loved her deeply, passionately. Loved her so much he was totally vulnerable and defenseless. Loved her so much he would be willing to marry her and <clears throat> settle down. Not marry her. Yes, those are all the things. The worst torture imaginable and he'd be willing to do it? Yes, this is the word of our Nan. Woo. Thanks be to Nan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I've been going to church way too much yeah. with your grandmother. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. <laughs> I'm reading from the book of Nan, chapter 39. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, yes. So then he makes a silent vow to himself that as long as there is breath in his body, she would not become another man's wife. Hmm. Damn it. Mm -mm. He's got like two chapters to figure that out. Yeah. But, you know, so the the very important part of what I just read, the depths of his love, is the vulnerability and defenselessness. That's a big turn on to women. A man who is just bare naked in his emotion. Mm. Yeah, just, it's turn on for me, too. Nothing I love better than a weak ass man. Oh, well. Now you know. Now I know. This new shit is coming to light. Make a note of it. Oh, who's oh, quoting Lebowski now? Are we splitting hairs here? Are we? No. Nevada and Denise later are hanging out, and Denise confides Denise that- Denise the Peace. Denise the Peace, Denise Lede, her BFF, she confides that she thinks Johnny is in love with Nevada. And this whole interaction has made me- instantly think about the the Bechdel test you know right because it definitely doesn't pass and I, I was trying to remember every interaction Nevada's had with a woman I think that they have she has have interactions that did not talk about a man really I think so like I think know. maybe with Miss Annabelle she'd had conversations that were more about like etiquette and like you know mm. that didn't involve talking about a man and it wasn't like how to behave yourself so that you can get a man. Yeah, I don't it know. It was just like how to behave in society. I think so. Well, hmm. maybe. Maybe. I don't really have the energy to go back no, through the whole book and no, figure out if no. this passes the Bechdel Who does? Test. But there are at least two women who have names, more than two women, so that does pass rule one. They do talk to That's each other. That's rule one, two women that actually have names? Yeah, it's a very oh, simple geez. test. Do you know about the Bechdel I, test? I know about it. I didn't realize I was that say, it was like... I you went to film school. You have to know about it. I didn't learn about it there. It just... Oh. Like, I didn't learn about it until a couple years ago. What? Your menopausal film teacher didn't make sure to teach that in one of her classes? I don't know if it existed in it, the it, 70s. Yes. It's from a comic strip from like 1980. When the 70s? Oh, when she was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I just love that her film that she made you Ugh. watch was her journey through menopause, Ugh. going through like white sheets. Oh, so bad! <laughs> so, and uh, wow. like she submitted that to film festivals and shit. I mean, we like, should submit shit like that to film it festivals. Would be, it's so easy to do. And like she taught a documentary class, and one of the classes was here. Watch this episode of Law and Order SVU, where a guy is carrying around a camcorder. And they like intercut some of the quote unquote footage that he captured into the episode or something. Oh, God. It's like, what are you? Oh. It's so groundbreaking. I was like, oh. 
That, re- that must have really meant something, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, we're all just kind of looking at each other, like, are we? We're all sitting here watching an episode of Law and Order SVU in our documentary yeah. class. BB was an interesting, interesting woman. Yeah, she was interesting. Although I was watching that thing that Simon Tarr did, and his new work is fascinating. Is it? Yeah, he's doing like live cuts of a movie. He's recutting a movie, so hmm. it's like performance art. Right, right. He's doing it like with with the audience there, so everybody sees a different version. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I would like to see that. <laughs> anyway. So film school stuff is over. Uh, old Jess gets better. Oh, wait, 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 no. And then Denise Lede casually mentions a plot point that she overheard from her daddy's tailor. So she's just sitting there quietly listening to the men talk. So that doesn't pass the Bechdel test or Bechdel test. There's a big poker game coming up on the Jackhammer Riverboat. <laughs> Okay. Is it really that? <laughs> no. Okay. I, I want it to be that. Were though. you just seeing if I was paying attention? I was. It's I don't on... think we're going to put that in the Romancepedia. No. The the John <laughs> Hammer. We've already talked about the Jack Hammer, oh, though, on shit. episodes. Because okay. we all know that that's how you end up with a child. Right. No, it's the John Hammer, but it's so close to it's Jack so... Hammer. And Jack is a pet name for John. That's true. So, you know, I mean, I just kind of want to call it the jackhammer. Call it the jackhammer. Okay. Let's just do I'm it. I'm taking that liberty right now. Because that really would have tied this book together. It would have been a nice way to go out. <laughs> so, old Jess gets better, and Johnny can finally focus on trying to win Nevada back. But we don't see any of these attempts because, I don't know, Nan just didn't feel like coming up with any more examples. It's exhausting, you know? Yeah, it's like, it's like oh, nihilism. I gotta write this shit? No. Well, here... <laughs> And then he tried to win her back. Done. Right. I do that shit all the time. Do you? Yeah. Like, there are parts of my book I was like, okay, and then they had fun together for months on the road. Uh, four months later. Oh, uh, just skip over forward, it. yeah. Don't well, feel like writing those words. You're skipping over the boring parts, but like... That's true. I don't know. Him trying to win her back, that seems important. Because then you can see his growth and like... You know, how he's changed and whatever. We could have so, used a few examples. Like, you right. know, she was coming home from whatever and he took her bags and carried them and just didn't say a word. He, you, know? you know, yeah, he's putting her first just, and not thinking of himself all the time. Right. His own penis. Selfless acts where he's not like trying to be like, I love you and I'm going to make you mine. But like just trying to make her life easier. Right. Yeah. See, that could have definitely been better. It definitely would have been better. But like you were giving yourself shit for your book, but. What you were talking about, like we didn't need to, we didn't need to experience all of that. Like, okay. Well, I'm we just a little bit gonna be super hard on myself, no matter I what know, I write. I so know. it doesn't matter. Gotta get over it. That was a fine place to like, you know, fast forward a oh, little bit. Well, thank you, baby. Yeah, you're my biggest fan. I know. It's, it's a really good book. Yeah. Well, well, thanks. It's very enjoyable. Very. You've only read it 15 times, so yeah, I There's, would know. <laughs> you would know. Uh, we do learn, though, that Johnny is going to play in that poker game on the Jack Hammer riverboat. Is it two words? Yes, it's oh. the Jack Hammer. Mm. And he's going to win some money and then leave St. Louis before the wedding because his jealous eyes might hit Bal- Malcolm's bedroom windows and he would know that Nevada was inside getting the business. So his jealous eyes just, he has to get his jealous eyes out of the city of St. Louis. 
You can't hide. Your jealous eyes. Yep. It's good you know times. it. I know it. I hate the fucking Eagles, though. Oh, yeah. I've had a rough night. <laughs> Johnny gets a little tipsy the night of the big game because he's out at some bar and some lady buys him a drink and he's like, fine, I'll just drink it. Whatever. Whatever. Even though he's not a drinker, he's just a gambler. So he Whatever. has one big vice. Right. Because you can't have both. Right. He gets tipsy, he comes home, and he begs Nevada to come with him as his good luck charm to the game. And she's like, I'm going to the ballet with Quincy and Malcolm, so I can't go. And then he says, well, I'm going to miss your wedding, so I might as well kiss the bride now. Brother. And before he does, he goes, stop calling me John. I'm Johnny. You're Johnny. And then he tightens his arms around her and says, kiss me, Nevada. Kiss your Johnny goodbye. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Kiss your Johnny. <laughs> I can't take it. It's just... Kiss your Johnny Ugh. goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, I can't even. Where to begin? This is Harold Stroud, <laughs> and that has been the best episode of Solid Cold Quotes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Kiss your Johnny goodbye. And that's it. That's it for this chapter, my friend. Kiss him right on his pearl necklace. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. Do <laughs> okay. It. I just wanted to see how you would fill in the blank. Oh, were you? I saw your little fingers. Yeah, but for then I. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. you were gonna do. Maybe or boing or something. Boing. But, eh, I yeah, didn't do it. I guess kiss him on the boing. Yeah, kiss him on the boing. That kiss might him on not the be boing. too bad. So that's it. That's the end of the chapter. Yeah, dog. <laughs> All right. If we make t-shirts, that's what I want to say. They're going to be like, yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. How do you spell it, though? Yeah. Y-E-A-H comma D-A-W-G. I didn't know if you were going to go for like multiple W's or something. Like, you know, extend it out. Dog. I, do I? Is that how I say it? No. There you go. It's just yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's it. Kiss your Johnny goodbye. Kiss your Johnny goodbye. We're getting ready to kiss our Johnny goodbye because after this, we only have two more eps until the end of season one. What can <sighs> people do in the meantime, though? When since they can't be listening to us, I would say one thing they could do is go and rate us. Oh, that's a good idea. How and where would they do that? They would do it on iTunes, which there is a link on our website to the iTunes. What's our website? Thing. We have a website? Yeah, it's <laughs> romansplaining.com. Romansplaining. How do you spell that? R-O-M-A-N-S-P-L-A-I-N-I-N-G. Romansplaining. That's a clever name. It sure is, Adam. I, I'm good at that, huh? I know that we have the hyphen in row. <laughs> Man we should remove that probably. On the iTunes thing, yeah, because yeah, the branding for everything else is just romansplaining. Right. Twitter, word, Instagram, no Facebook, just one word, romansplaining. Yeah, we should fix that probably. Yeah. But anyway. You can also rate us in the podcasting app on your iPhone. That's a good idea. If you have an iPhone. Well, yeah, I was telling you how to get to the, the iTunes link, right. which is on our website. And we're now on Google Play. For whatever that's worth. Right. So, you know, two or three people in the world. You're welcome, Solange. That's an old cat. (laughs) 
You're supposed to have those queued up. I know. I just really suck at the sound effects. It's too hard. It's a lot of work. Well, I have a lot of things going on over here that you don't even know about. Oh, do you now? Yeah, but I did label them. You labeled what? Your sound effects? Yeah. So you can find them easy? Yep. Is that why we're we're waiting? There you go. There. Anyway, my so life is complete now. It is. It should be. So, Adam, did you learn anything? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I learned that uh, we've been going at this podcast for seven years. <laughs> That's something I've learned. Well, it kind of we have more than that because it's basically our marriage. This is just how we interact. Well, that's a lot longer than seven years. Um, yeah. It's more like 17 or 70. Um, I learned that Eminem is a play on his actual name, mm-hmm. which is Marshall Mathers. Oh. First letter of first name is M. First letter of last name is M. Two M's, M and M. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I learned that um, I invented Eminem and introduced him to you. I learned <laughs> that it's teats all the way down. Oh, my I learned gosh. about the mighty Jessicippi. That's a good one. I learned about, well, I guess I, I learned to myself about a new form of audio entertainment called audio emojis. You can't take full credit for that. I learned there's a second John. I learned that a solar plexus punch is a real punch. Mm-hmm. I've learned that marriage is the worst punishment. <laughs> I've learned that silken bondage Obviously. does not pass the Bechdel test, although I didn't know how to pronounce that, so I guess I learned how to pronounce that, too. Yeah. Because I don't know if I've ever heard it spoken out loud. It's hard. I've I always, always want to say Bechdel it. test. Yeah, Bechdel. That's how I, I would have said it. Yeah, but it is Bechdel. Bechdel test. Okay. And I've learned that we're just going to go ahead and call it the jackhammer. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Or the yawn hammer. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he is. the Miami Vice. Wait a minute. It's the John Hammer. Yeah. And his he... name is John Roulet. Yep. Wow. Yep. I just totally didn't get that the first time around. Cool, man. Well, thank you for sharing everything you learned. Yep. And thank you, listener, Kelly, for joining us. <laughs> yes, thank you, Kelly, for being here. Two more episodes, and we will figure out, we'll find out what's, what will happen. But I promise you the next episode you're not going to want to miss because there's oh. a lot of action. Oh, boy. And not sexual action. Going to be a long one. It's quite an episode okay. coming up. All right, then. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Romance Planning. <laughs>